How can we develop if we don't know what we need to change or not change? But how many of us are ready to receive that feedback and give it? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. The difference between the type of team you want to be versus the type of team you are really can determine the work involved to reach peak performance goals. Gavin Marnie, a facilitator at Leading Teams, tells me that feedback is imperative to improving accountability and performance. But he begins by explaining the kinds of issues a business might be facing by the time they decide that change is needed. Many of the challenges or issues can be quite similar. So the term silos or how do we foster collaboration? A lot of people or departments working in their own space and not necessarily understanding or knowing what else is going on with the rest of the business. Another one that comes up in terms of a behaviour that we notice is what we call third-party conversations. And that's where people will not necessarily address an issue or a challenge directly with a person that that may be responsible for that, but they'll talk to a third person Mm. around that, which can foster into like a bit of a gossip within a business sense. The other one often is communication. So how do we really establish effective communication through our leaders and through our business? And then also for some teams that they want to set up a feedback culture, how do they introduce a feedback culture into their team or their business? Now, you also deal with a number of high-profile sporting teams. What's the link between high-performing teams on the field and high-performance in a corporate environment? Well, it can actually be quite similar because what we're looking for there is, again, around what do we espouse to be, but also what's the team trying to achieve and what is the individual role and responsibility of each team in that sense. Working with one business that had been sales focused in the past, a recruitment business, and it's often we reward around how do we get those sales and so it can become very individually focused. Mm. One of the things that they spend quite a bit of time working on with the sessions through leading teams is establishing team goals and understanding that each person within that team and that organisation contributes into the wider team goals. And what I love is they started to pick up on a, a saying or a notion is that I have a shot, but you have a better shot. And so the ability to share business, share resources, share opportunities is done on the fundamental principle that I have trust that I know that you will pass that back onto me at some stage. Mm-hmm. Where that trust and respect starts to fall down is people will hold on to those opportunities for themselves because it's going to be more beneficial for the individual. Whereas what we're trying to do is get people to think broader around the team goals and the team objectives. Receiving and giving feedback can be incredibly hard for some people. What role does feedback play in the leading team's ethos and then the way that you help to build high-performing teams? Well, one of the first things we would say is if you're not engaging in regular, open, honest, face-to-face feedback, then you can't consider yourself a high-performing team. For us, we see that as the fundamental pin and it's the people who we work with are the greatest assets for our own personal development. Most organisations will have a set of values or behaviours, but how do you use them? 
And so an example, I was catching up with the team the other week around doing some exploratory conversations about potentially partnering with them. And they said, well, yeah, we've got some values and behaviours, but they're kind of really for the website. That's where they sit and we have them. And we talk about, well, do we actually review our team performance against those values and behaviours, but also do we review each other individually against those? So who's actually the best at living our values and behaviours and who could show quite a bit of improvement? The opportunity to provide each other with that feedback Mm. um, becomes really powerful. Mm. It's the importance of that accountability. Yeah. And a big part that lends into that is one of our activities that's called our peer assessment. So that's an opportunity for the whole team to provide an individual with some feedback with the explicit objective to help that person improve. And that's done in the form of a three words to describe that person. Things would ask them to consider stop doing, start doing and keep doing. And from that, it helps them form a really clear action plan that they can put into then see their development and see their growth and helping them become the type of person or the type of leader that they want to be. I think where people might struggle with the giving and receiving is it's probably got a bit of a dirty name in a lot of organisations in the past because it hasn't necessarily been done well. Mm. And earlier I talked about having a real strength in the relationship. And for us, if you don't have strength in that relationship, then there's almost no right way to give feedback because the person receiving the message won't have built the trust and the respect and take on the genuine nature around that. Whereas if you have a really strong relationship, then there's almost no wrong way to give the feedback because you will work through that conversation with the two of you. On that note, for many businesses, it's a change in their culture, in their DNA to get the teams consistently at peak performance. What are some of the challenges they might experience along this development journey? It is a challenge to constantly be performing at peak performance. A lot of what we say and do at leading teams is it's quite simple, our methodology, our model, our philosophies, but that doesn't necessarily make it easy. It takes a lot of discipline, it takes time, and it takes effort and consistency to be putting these practices in day in, day out to be getting you on the path towards peak performance. The biggest challenge often comes is we might find a couple of months into a start of a program where we've really set up the relationships, we've set up the foundations of the type of team we want to be, what happens if we have a person on the team whose either behaviour or performance doesn't match our expectations? And that's where the real challenge does come in and the work that we do with the leaders outside of the sessions, but also with the teams in the sessions, what are we going to do to either help support that person or have the conversations to get them to be really clear that we need to see a change in behaviour or performance for you to be part of this team. It's really hard to find any significant personal growth or personal development without a bit of being uncomfortable. And so what we find though is feedback can be like a muscle. The more that you start to exercise it, the easier it becomes. And so I even noticed just working with a team last week, we got back, had the whole team come together. They found the initial feedback part quite challenging and hard to get through compared to a year on that they were just really accustomed to the whole process. They were really comfortable. They'd built the trust and respect. They knew the feedback was given for the fundamental purpose of helping that team or helping that individual improve. And so for them, it's now just become a mainstay of what their business looks like. And Gavin, lastly, 
what role does leadership play in the strengthening of culture and development of high-performing teams? I made an observation recently that a lot of people get placed into leadership or management positions because they might be a really high performer within their designated field, but they haven't necessarily had any skills or training or support in how to lead a team or develop people. And so we throw people into these positions and just expect them to be able to do it. And it's a real skill and it does take a lot of support. And that's where we feel like we can come in and really help and work with those leaders. But fundamentally around the culture piece is we like to break it down into three key areas. The behaviours that we have, well, first and foremost, we need to role model those because have you ever tried to ask somebody to do something that you're not prepared to do yourself? It often doesn't have a lot of weight. So we'll talk to the leaders around, you have to be the absolute best at living the values and behaviours of your team or your organisation. Secondly, what actually gets rewarded around here? So the sales environment can be a really good one because we talk about we want to have a great culture, but everything that we reward is done around the sales or the sales bonus. So don't be too surprised if people shift their behavior around the sales aspect of it. Can we reward people around what we believe in and what we want to stand for as a team? Highlight that to get people's behavior shifting that way. And then the third one is around what do we challenge? So if we see behaviours that are not in line with what we've agreed on as part of a team, do we challenge those? Do we pull them up? Because you've probably heard this line before that the behaviour you walk past is the behaviour you accept. That can be often the most challenging one for a lot of leaders is around how do we actually pick people up on those behaviours? But again, understanding that we've agreed as a whole team on these are the behaviours that we have as a team. And having the relationship to underpin that we know that we're doing this to help the team improve. That was Leading Teams facilitator, Gavin Marnie. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound